Hello, thanks for checking out the KZMC podcast. My name is April King, and I am the Associate Pastor at KZMC. This podcast is a recording of sermon teachings from our 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning worship gatherings. We release a new episode every Tuesday. If you're looking to check out our Sunday mornings, you can find our live stream over on our YouTube channel on Kingsfield Zurich Mennonite Church. We would also love to have you join us in person. You can find out all the details about our Sunday mornings on our website, kzmc.ca. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This morning, we are, uh, we don't have uh, one special speaker, we have five. No, actually, so it's a five for five Sunday. So um, we've asked five different people to speak for five minutes. And um, that we have a, we had a theme for them for this morning. And it was, how do you do devotions? So I'm going to tell you a little bit um, about how this came to be. Um, several, several Sundays back, I'm not sure how long it was. But on a Sunday, Samantha and I were texting each other, and someone in the morning service was talking about how important it was to do devotions, and, and um, she's like, yeah, how, how do you do that well? Like, Sam works full-time, I work full-time, and then she's a junior youth leader, and I'm a youth leader, and there are a lot of distractions out there, and, and so it's like, how, how do you do that well? Like, how do people do devotions well? Like, maybe we should have a five for five on how do you do devotions. So that's how today came to be. So um, we've asked five people to share um, how they do devotions. And it might all look just a little bit different, but it's going to be five minutes only. And um, so it's meant to be a time where you can uh, hear from someone else uh, maybe how they used to do devotions and how they do them now. Maybe how they've learned over the years, what's changed for them, what's been really helpful for them. And so our five people, I'm going to ask our five people, do you want to come up all at once or do you want to come up one by one? It's up to you. But Diane Lochner, Tanya Jansen, Brent Granger, Dennis Estep, and Evelyn Vincent. And so that's the order that we'll do this in. And just keep in mind, while you're hearing from them to be encouraged and maybe to be motivated and inspired by the words that they share with you, um, there there really is no right or wrong way to do devotions. Um, And so let's keep that in mind. And let's just be really encouraging and lift each other up through this whole sharing this morning. So five minutes, that's it. Yeah? Okay. So um, I'm going to call Diane to come on up first. So I'm going to talk about how I do devotions. The well part, well, maybe or maybe not. <laughs> so um, I... I'm thinking, as I think back, I think about when I was in maybe my 40s or 50s, I slowly began a journey of wanting to do, wanting to do devotions on a regular basis. And I tried and, and tried, and it, it's not a simple thing to, to get into this habit, because life is busy. And um, I remember thinking to myself, this is almost like being on a diet. 
you just have to be persevere. You just have to keep at it. And so um, I did persevere and have been doing devotions. Um, I'm not going to say every day because I can't tell a lie, but very regularly, pretty much daily. Um, I don't do it perfect. I don't intend to. Uh, I find it as a very valuable routine in my life. And um, oftentimes I'll wake up early, very early in the morning, and get up and do my devotions, and then go back to bed. And I find that that is a really good time. Everything's quiet, and I can be really alone with God. Uh, sometimes uh, devotions will really speak to me, and sometimes it's just a habit. And that's all it is. But the perseverance is what is, what is the most important thing. So what I actually do, um, I read the Bible, and I read one chapter at a time. I start at the beginning, and I go to the end. Sometimes I'll read a couple chapters, depending on the context, or depending in Psalms, you can read two or three sometimes. So basically about a chapter a day. And um, thoughtfully, I have a study Bible, so I read the introduction to it, and that's always helpful to see the context and uh, the time period and uh, the culture. That I find that very interesting. I also do Jesus Calling um, by Sarah Young, and that speaks to my heart. And I suppose that the two things I've really learned from Jesus Calling is trust and choose to trust. So some days, when, like Deb was talking about, must have been a rough time. Some days when it's a rough time, I just say in the morning, Jesus, I choose to trust you today. And that kind of sets me, kind of, I guess it's a bit of a compass. And then also be thankful. Um, I also have found a couple online. And one is Today in the Word, and that's put out by Moody Bible Institute. And it's brief. It's more of a cognitive um, uh, devotion and a few of uh, a scripture and then a bit of a understanding of the scripture and it does a lot of varied. Uh, another one I found um, earlier on this year was uh, Seeking God's Face. It's more of a spiritual disciplines type of uh, devotion. And with it, again, it speaks to my heart and there's always uh, part of it is always a few scriptures that you meditate on, you think about, and ask God what, what really is speaking to me. So that's more of an uh, in-depth type of, in my personal life. And journaling, I've done journaling on and off over the years and find it to be very helpful. Sometimes more, sometimes less. Um, quiet place is really important. I find it makes a difference. Um, the song that we just sang about the wilderness and the deliverance, when you're in the wilderness is when you really need to do it, which is often the time when you don't feel like or don't want to do it, and you can find lots of reasons not to. But that's really the most important time, is when you're in the wilderness, because that just grows um, it's, you become more aware of God's presence inside of you. 
when, when, it's, when you're in the wilderness and stay there. You're not always aware of God's presence, uh, but when you're in the wilderness and stay there. So it ministers to my heart. Um, I think I've had some inner healing just from the regularness of it. Um, it's a habit, it's a discipline, and it's just extremely necessary. So that's my five minutes. So, um, Tanya. I'm glad you weren't first, Tanya. <laughs> All right. About a month or so ago, our Aquafit ladies were talking about this upcoming five for five. Samantha and Deb were talking about different Bible study techniques and devotional times, and they were hoping to ask various people to share what their personal devotions look like. I kept a bit quiet while they were discussing that, hoping they wouldn't ask me. And then Samantha said something that made me be willing to come up here this morning and share. She said, I don't just want to hear from people who have it all figured out. I also want to hear from people who struggle, people who don't know what they're doing. Well, that's me. I don't have it all figured out. I struggle. I'm not consistent. Over the years, I've had some successes. But truthfully, this is an area that I see plenty of potential growth for me. So here I am sharing my struggles this morning. I brought a bag up here that is full of good intentions. In my lifetime, I have bought so many books. I've got devotionals, I've got journals, I've got prayer diaries, I've got different versions of the Bible, I've got magazines, I've got, oh, double whammy, I bought all the kids' versions of all those things too. <laughs> Including seasonal devotional books like Christmas or Easter devotions. And what I've brought up here isn't even the half of it. All with good intentions to read these devotionals, study and read the Bible, have focused prayer times, and to teach our children to do the same. This bag here could represent a lot of failure for me, as most of these books haven't been read all the way through, and the diaries are 80% empty. However, instead of looking at the failed part of what this bag represents, I'm choosing to see what my intentions are with these books. My intention is to walk with God. My intention is to learn about his word. My intention is to read his word. My intention is to teach our children to have a relationship with Jesus. My Bible reading and prayer time has gone in waves. Sometimes I'm focused and I'm able to read consistently through whole books of the Bible, and other times I find it hard to focus and read just one verse. Sometimes I get a new devotional book and it inspires me for a bit, and then it fizzles, gets shoved on the shelf, and I forget about it. Sometimes I join a Bible study and it's great. I'm accountable to the others in my group and it's wonderful. 
And then the study finishes. Sometimes my mind is focused on talking with God every moment I'm awake. Other times I get bogged down, distracted, and end up focused on something else before God himself needs to remind me that he is with me. I love to go for morning walks around the Morrison-McNaughton Trail. During that time, I prefer to not listen to music or anything at all, but rather just pour my heart out to God, talk with him about our kids and the things that are on my mind. I also love to just enjoy his presence in nature, thanking him for the beauty he's made. Even though these walks are highlights for me and they set my day off to a great start, I see the value both physically and mentally, I'm still not consistent. As much as my iPhone is sometimes a distraction in my life, it's also a very handy tool. I have the Bible Gateway app on my phone, and not only does that app replace all the different versions of the Bible that I've purchased over the years, it also provides me with a Bible verse of the day. Each morning when I wake up, I scroll through my phone quickly and I read the verse of the, of the day. This simple one-second click has been one habit that has stuck with me longer than anything else I've tried. I usually turn to my Bible before I go to sleep at night. Not every night and not consistently, but often. Sometimes I go back to the verse of the day and click on it and read it in context, reading the chapters before and after. Sometimes I just scroll through the different books of the Bible randomly and let the scrolling stop where it may and read. Often I head to the Psalms. I just open the Bible app to Psalms and start reading from anywhere. There's no rhyme or reason to what I read. But God meets me wherever I am, and he speaks through his word. I would love to be disciplined and consistent with my prayer time, my Bible reading, and my devotions. But I'm not. Micah 6 verse 8 says, And this is what the Lord requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. It's really all about walking humbly with God, using whatever tools that work at that time. There's no failure in having a bag full of good intentions. It's all part of the journey. It's part of my journey, walking with God, a journey I intend to continue to walk every moment of my life. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, yeah, so as Deb mentioned, I'm Brent Granger, and my wife is Kim, and our kids are uh, Scott and Denise. Um, when Deb asked if I would share, I said yes without hesitation, because in the past, when others from our body have shared and seeing their humility and vulnerability, it's been an encouragement to me in my faith journey. Um, I've been asked to give an outline of my daily devotions and what they look like. So here we go. My days are very much consistent and, uh, uh, sorry, my days consist very much of routine. And uh, it's much like the movie Groundhog Day. <laughs> this, <laughs> this provides me with an opportunity for daily devotions. Um, so first thing in the morning, I have the opportunity to talk to God on my walk to the barn. 
and then pray and read from the Bible in the bar and office before I start my workday. Um, next, uh, technology can be a wonderful tool as it allows me to be able to listen and follow various preachers uh, like Alistair Begg from uh, Truth For Life and uh, the late Charles Stanley from In Touch Ministries. I'm thankful for preachers like these who know the Bible inside and out and teach directly from it. Now sometimes I don't always hear or retain what they are saying, and sometimes I find myself thinking about something totally unrelated while it is playing, but as Tanya and others who have stood up here before me have reminded us that we need to press on when reading the Bible and seeking God, even if it seems dry. Uh, Isaiah 55, 9-11 says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. When we press into God, he will press into us. Two sayings that have stuck with me from the speakers I listened to are one, obey God and leave all the consequences to him. And the second one is, when you study your Bible, keep the main things the plain things, and the plain things, the main things. And I believe that this is saying that we are to read the Bible as it is written. And we need to be careful and prayerful in sharing our views on the scriptures and how we interpret them personally, as well as adding to something that is not there. To be transparent, my devotions sometimes are irregular or I will tell myself that I'm just too busy to take that extra time today. But I'm learning that on your busiest day, if you take time for God, he will see you through your busyness. Sometimes devotions seem dry, and I'm reminded that maybe my heart is just not right with God. And sometimes my devotions and time with God are very good. And then as the day progresses and things happen, my words and actions do not resemble or represent how I desire to live as a Christian. And those who are closest to me can attest to this. Now they're downstairs, but in my head I can see Scott and Denise are nodding their heads right now. <laughs> and again, I'm reminded to press on. Um, for devotions as a family, we are currently reading from the book of John. And as an adult, I've wondered if this is going over the kids' head, heads. And, you know, maybe some of it is. But I believe that God will give to the kids what he has for them at that time. Sometimes our devotions as a family can feel uh, like, a, a bit of, like, a, like a bit of a struggle. As I wonder if I'm able to clearly communicate to them. And uh, on one occasion, this was highlighted to me by one of the kids uh, when they looked at me and said, Dad, are you going to wrap this up? <laughs> Again, <laughs> press on. <laughs> uh, 
Other, other meaningful family devotions have come uh, through materials sent home from the church, uh, such as Advent studies and uh, the pretzel prayer devotions that were sent out last. Um, yeah, so that's as a family. As a couple, I think uh, some of the most meaningful times of studying the Bible were with a small group. Uh, when we would live life together, share a meal with one another, and study God's Word consistently for a time. As a group, we would read uh, through snippets of the Bible in regards to a certain topic, and then answered questions in advance, and then we would go through them and read together and discuss with the group. Um, and these materials were through uh, In Touch Ministries. This was a great time to get to know each other personally, and share each other's joys and sorrows. Uh, lastly, we did a study on the book of Nehemiah there a bit ago, uh, corporately as a body, uh, led by Pastor Craig. And I enjoyed doing an in-depth study on my own, uh, listening to messages preached by other ministers on Nehemiah, as well as several videos uh, done by the Bible Project. Um, to close, I will add a comment that Dennis made a while back uh, when he said, we don't have to know everything about everybody and everything else that is going on in the world. And this was a great reminder to me that, uh, maybe through social media and this, um, there are endless things to watch or podcasts to listen to. And you know, I would find myself throughout the day thinking about useless information uh, when I'm trying to yeah, that, that, that totally doesn't relate. And so I find that when I fill my mind with teaching from the Bible, as well as uh, songs and hymns from growing up and the present, uh, I have more peace and contentment, and I'm able to think more clearly. Well, I thought that uh, I would, uh, without asking, expand the focus on what I have to share this morning. There was, uh, when I read the email, there were 12 questions that were asked. And uh, so I have looked at a few of those questions in regards to um, my daily devotions. And, uh, but to expand that beyond that, I love reading the Bible. And I especially like the stories that, uh, that have uh, great meaning and purpose that uh, is beyond sometimes you have to pray and think about it and allow the, the Spirit of God to, to open your eyes to the possibilities of what is being said. So usually in the morning I will uh, read a few devotionals, uh, Daily Bread, uh, Impact Us by Promise Keepers, and our daily bread devotional, and uh, but over the last since um, since 2017, like all everybody that has works every day, it um, it sometimes uh, you have to purposely uh, decide to do a devotional. It doesn't it doesn't come easy. I don't think for very many people, but especially if you think you don't have time. 
but I believe that we need to take the time. So one of the things I've discovered is that I believe that before I read scripture that I, I pray and I ask God to give me wisdom and discernment to know, to understand the context of what was written and uh, who it was written to, and then to listen to Holy Spirit to reveal what is being said. I believe that Paul, when he wrote to Timothy in 2 Timothy, I believe this to be 100% true. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. I don't read the Bible to just say that I have, a, have done a devotional for the day. I read the Bible to better understand God's character and the revelation of God to us. Reading the Bible changes me. It encourages me in my faith. It reminds me that Jesus died for my sins, and I know that the joy of the Lord is my strength. I enjoy reading the Bible personally, and also like joining others to study the scriptures together. Marley and I are in a small group for worship and uh, scripture. We are currently meeting Sunday afternoons with our daughter, Alicia, studying Revelation using uh, Cornerstone Chapel midweek teachings, which we have come to very much like. Um, Fight Club on Friday mornings is the time that I go to Fight Club. Uh, we do Bible study and prayer and sharing. And uh, my goal is to spend more time reading the Bible and praying and listening to worship music than things that are related to living out my Christian faith than the amount of time that I spend watching sports, movies. I don't watch news on TV but I do see the headlines on my phone. It's been said that the best commentary on the Bible is the Bible, so I'm not quick to study or read other books. I think it is very important to do daily devotionals with children. And when our children were young, um, I would tell them stories from memory from both the Old and the New Testament. And after many years, our children still remember one particular story that I would just like to share. So I would, I would just choose a story from either the Old or New Testament. And this one day, I was telling them the story and from the Old Testament about uh, the donkey that talked. Balaam, the story is found in Numbers 22. And, and uh, Balaam, after his donkey three times did something that he didn't expect, um, Balaam beat the, the donkey. And then God opened the mouth of the donkey and he spoke, spoke twice. And our son Tim, which was about eight years old at the time, said, I don't believe that. I don't believe a donkey talked. And I said, and we at that time we were visiting with my uh, mother and relatives in Virginia. And uh, in the, we were in the living room and there was a cuckoo clock on the wall. And I said, as surely as true that what God said he wanted to do, that if he wanted to, he could make that cuckoo talk. And immediately as the word talk left my mouth, the cuckoo popped out and cuckooed nine times. And our three children, including myself, sat there in amazement, thinking about how in the world could you just time that to exactly the moment. I believe it is very important to memorize scripture as well. And uh, 
I mean, last Sunday, I was amazed at how someone can know all that scripture and to the verse, uh, like what an incredible gift that God has given to him to be able to, to preach a sermon and not look at the scripture. That's, that's a gift of God. I mean, it's, I, I memorize scripture sometimes, but I think especially when you're younger, for the younger children, you can memorize more easily, I believe. I find that scripture is meaningful, and when I memorize it, we can store it in our heart. And recently, um, I have been trying to memorize some scripture. The one that I really appreciate is rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And one final note about reading and studying the Bible. I absolutely love the stories that, that have, have great purpose. Jesus talked about parables. He used stories all the time to, to make a point. And I enjoy all the Bible stories that, that, that sometimes aren't even often heard or mentioned. I recently was flipping into the Old Testament and I came across Habakkuk. We've had talked about Habakkuk once in a while. Well, Habakkuk was one of the minor prophets and he was complaining to God about all the injustice and wrongdoing, wrongdoing going on around him. Can we identify with that? All the stuff that's going on in the world today. He said, how long, O Lord, must I call for help? But you do not listen. Maybe questions some of us ask today as well. It's not wrong to ask. Just don't get stuck there. And God's answer to Habakkuk was, I'm going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if I told you. If God told us today what he's doing in the world, would we believe what he said? Do you think God's given up on, the, on, on all the evil that's going on in the world, or God is doing something that even if we were told, we would not believe it? God is still in control. And all of us know Jesus put our trust in him and in him alone. I don't put my trust in Ottawa. I don't put my trust in Washington. I don't put my trust in the United Nations. I don't put my trust in the WHO or the WEF or any other world-based governments or organizations. I don't put my trust in myself. I don't put my trust in our money and possessions. I put my trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And when all these fail and crumble and shatter, and we're not exempt from trouble in this world, he'll be there and we have the assurance of the future to come our eternal home. So I just want you to think about that as you do devotionals, that it's not just a devotional for the first thing in the morning or the last thing at night. Some people love to get up in the morning, some don't. <laughs> and I would say that the times that have made, made more difference in my life is the times that I have read the scripture, and ask the Lord to give me 
wisdom and insight and understanding to what's going on. And um, the more I read the Bible, the less I want to read other things. So I hope this is an encouragement to not only do devotionals, but also spend your time conversing with God. And not just on Sunday or not just on, in the morning, but spend your time asking God to give you wisdom and discernment to live in this world and to have understanding beyond our own understanding. You know, we are, we are people that are finite. We have finite understanding. We can only see so much. God is infinite. He sees it all. So um, I thank God that uh, we have a God that loves us, sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. God bless you. I didn't choose to be last. <laughs> um, many have said similar to myself, but my morning devotions have developed over the years, as I'm sure is the same for most of people. I can remember when it consisted of reading our daily bread and then going on with my day. I had an amazing inspiration in my mother, who usually had her Bible open and she would often journal. I brought one of them along. She rewrote the entire Bible, and in here she has 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Romans, and Hebrews. It's amazing. She just boggles my mind how she could read God's word and then journal it. I didn't get that. <laughs> Prayer has always been a huge part of my life. So I have a book, oh, as I say, for some of her writings. So I continued to use Our Daily Bread and David Maines' devotional for years. For those who are not familiar, David Maines does the Bible in two years. Most recently, I've added Paul Tripp's weekly devotional, Chuck Swindle's daily devotional, and even more recently, somehow I discovered the YouVersion Bible app on my phone. I have used it to read the Bible each year, and I choose a different app for each year. It's amazing, it's about four chapters, two in the old, two in the new, and it, it just keeps me focused. I also read the verse of the day, which I get on my phone, and the related devotional, which they speak, and then they lead you through some guided thoughts, and I do the guided prayer app. Now, I love to pray, and, and but that guided prayer app just really helps me stay focused each day, it's different. So I find it helpful to start my day with prayer, and even though I pray throughout the day, especially when walking, um, it, it, is different, it is good to have that different prayer focus each day. There are also many choices for, for, for short devotionals, four to 10 days, such as the Advent one, which I think was 30 days, and one leading up to the crucifixion, which was also 30 days, and a variety of other topics. And so I can choose what interests me. Currently I'm reading, or listening to, Life in the Spirit, Praying Effectively, 10 Days to Discover Your Identity, The Power of I Am, and New Creation. It's seven days of building courage. 
I looked and recently my phone app told me I've done 250 courses. So I thank God for that. They've all been very, very worthwhile. So I'm also currently reading a devotion from Christine Kane called Unshakable and Daily in His Presence by Dr. Jeremiah. And then throughout the day, I read Anne Graham Lotz and Lisa Turkis' thoughts each day. I like to choose a different author each year to follow. I am very much a routine person. I'm like Brent. Ask my husband. Change my routine, and I will get to work without earrings on or makeup on, which is not a good thing for Avalon. So I wake at 5.30. Make my, I'm one of those morning people. <laughs> I make my coffee and then I sit down for my devotional time before walking at 6.30. I used to get up at 6 and then God started waking me at 5.30 and I like that extra time. I will admit I check my messages on Facebook after my devotions, but I try hard to resist the temptation to read them first, which leads to a long period of time taken away from my devotions. As I read God's word, if he brings a name to my mind, I just stop and pray about it. I have not arrived, and I thank God for the privilege, but I do thank God for the privilege of spending time with him. I find that as I start my day, I just try and say, Lord, use me today and lead me to who you would have me talk to, and I'm so thankful for God moments where he brings people into my life. Thank you. I'm going to call the band to come on up. Bring a hymnal with you. Remember that. Um, thank you to everyone who shared here this morning. Um, let's give them another round of applause. And perhaps we should do this again, maybe in September or October. Would that be okay? And, and have... Um, Anyone who was encouraged or inspired or motivated by what we've heard this morning, and we've heard really good stuff this morning, maybe this is, you know, sitting on you now and you're thinking, I'm going to press on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I have a bag of books, too. <laughs> press on. And, um, and so maybe in a couple of months we do this again, and maybe you could send... Uh, me an email and say, I would like to share for five for five devotion Sunday. And then uh, that would be really awesome. So we're going to sing a couple songs uh, just to close out the service. So I'll ask you to stand and sing with us if you would like. 